Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Impossible to Say. My name is Emily Proctor. And my name is Kat Wellington. I am in a like a I'm in a funny mood today. So that's good. Oh, I okay. Well, hopefully I can like get that through the screen because I'm kind of feeling I'm in like a gossipy mood. So maybe we can just join forces. We always do. Yeah. At the end of the day. It's it's a comedy gossip podcast. Yeah, I guess that's spot on. True. Okay. More gossip than comedy, I guess. (laughs) yeah just comedy let's use that word very lightly um emily's had a very long day and just sat in traffic for a long time so i can definitely carry vibes if you need um i think i'll let you know when i need to phone a friend i just like my job is so unserious to me sometimes so like when i have to god fucking forbid my boss clicks on this episode to listen um and i just sometimes <laughs> when i like actually have to work for like eight hours straight i don't even yeah. work eight hour days seven hours straight i'm like holy shit <laughs> like yeah. my fingers could not type fast enough today you you people who have like real jobs that you actually work hard at like i'm sure you understand um Fingers couldn't type fast enough, couldn't call people quick enough. It was just a, a stressful day. But I was really excited to come home to my second job to be able mm-hmm. to chit-chat. So Yes. I was in I was in a horrible headspace. And then my mom and my brother FaceTimed me and I was immediately stand-up comedianing. And nice. it was amazing. It was so nice. fun. I miss them. But um I will say, you guys. I haven't posted anything about this, but I texted, obviously, Emily, and I started listening to Ride, which has just been something we've kind of talked about a few times. And it's also a very popular podcast. I'm sure a lot of you guys listen, but I fully have an entire new lease on life. Like, I do feel like they're two people that I created in my head, like, to talk to me and make me laugh. Like, I just feel like it's, like, so my sense of humor. I mean, everyone feels this way. I think that's why everyone loves it. But like, it's mm-hmm. just, I'm so happy I started. I love it so much. It's actually the first podcast I've been able to start and like binge right away. Mm-hmm. You know, um, when you sent the text that you drove an hour in the wrong direction listening and mm-hmm. that yeah, what's up? new lease on life, <laughs> I like literally like fell to my knees and I was mm-hmm. like, thank God. It's amazing. I- went to I like I went to my address but in a different city oh wow love yeah. that a um, little road trip yeah I'm obsessed with it it was fine I pulled up and I was like this is not my house <laughs> but like and I wasn't paying attention so much that I like took the wrong exit like was mm-hmm. and I was like oh weird way to go like I've, mm-hmm. I've made this drive a lot and it was fine and I literally didn't even care I was like happy that the drive was continuing so I could continue to listen although I did gas is seven dollars a gallon so that did suck but i mean what really is seven dollars a gallon it's gonna be about 75 dollars. Not, not much you can get for seven dollars <laughs> nowadays yeah i am lucky to be able to buy a gallon for seven dollars <laughs> what a fucking treat at the end of the day Holy we shit. actually that's such a weird number today at work my coworks and i were trying to like list things that you could genuinely get for seven dollars um and it was short but i should have added a gallon of gas in california that was not on our list you can barely get a fucking latte for seven dollars that's what i said i said if i don't add like an extra shot in my oat milk then yeah maybe i can get it for seven dollars but i think you actually used to be able to get like 
a burrito bowl from Chipotle for $7 or like a burrito. Like I really think that's how cheap they used to be. Mm-hmm. Now it's double in price. Mm. Loving that. Luckily, like, oh, my God, I just had a crazy lisp. I was trying to say some, but I said thumb. Um, (laughs) Luckily, some things have always been insanely expensive, including Panera, um, Sweet Green, but not limited to. Like, those things, I feel like Panera has consistently, like, always been a million dollars. Did you see the Panera's getting sued? (laughs) No, by who? Okay, so it's kind of fucked up. Um, but this 21 year old girl had a heart condition. She died. So she's dead, unfortunately, but she drank their, may she rest. Yeah. And may she rest in peace. Um, she drank their charged lemonade that has almost 400 milligrams. Love. Oh my God. Well, she, she had an underlying heart condition and she drank it and then died hours later. And so now the family is suing. Panera. And it's so crazy because we were talking about this at work and I, I, I read this article out loud and I was like, it has 400 milligrams of caffeine and everyone's jaw in my office dropped. I don't, mm-hmm. I'm not like familiar with what is a Me lot neither. of caffeine. So I was so shocked when everyone was like, oh my God, that's crazy. Um, I did look it up. One shot of espresso has 64 milligrams of caffeine. So that kind of like puts it into perspective for me. Um, but yeah, unfortunately Panera is really going through it right now. But the only thing I will say, and not in defense of Panera, because I stand with, you know, women, of course, mm-hmm. and people with heart conditions, but mm-hmm. I, um, it does say the caffeine like on, I mean, I guess maybe not at every Panera, but I used to get it after I would go to the gym when I lived in San Diego last year. And it would say like right on the thing, like how many, but like you're saying as a young woman, not informed, I'm talking about myself. I have no idea what 400 milligrams means. So even though it says that on the thing, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's probably my responsibility to know that it could ruin my day or my week, like, I don't know what that means. So I just go ahead and fill it up, you know? So apparently she knew she had a heart condition and she stayed away from caffeine. Oh. And she still went. So I think they're going to win that. We're going to go ahead and win that case then. Huh? I think they might too. The family wants them to be like, caution. This do you could really know, fuck you your up up your day. Or is that like do I know them? Is it like on the news? I haven't seen that. I don't know. It was a random article I got on my Facebook. Uh, my Facebook, like, if you were to scroll through my Facebook, you would think I was like a 75-year-old, like white female Republican. conservative. Yes. <laughs> 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 like I I get all these photos, these like photoshopped photos of like Taylor and like Travis and I go through these comments and everyone's like oh my god love them love them together and I'm like this is very obviously a fake photo it's so funny Facebook is the weirdest thing because it's the most obviously photoshopped post being Mm -hmm. like sponsored and promoted and there will not be one comment being like this is not real everyone's like oh hearts I'm like wait how is no one realizing I know you guys are all like older than 60, but you're not all idiots. Well, it's like the same generation that's like, oh, well, where'd you hear that? The internet. And they believe everything they see on Facebook. It's crazy. Yep. No, it's like it's wild. Oh my God. It's so they concerning. literally they spent so much energy telling us to like not believe everything you see on the internet. Mm-hmm. That it's like when you're so 
left wing that you're accidentally right wing. Like they accidentally yes. kind of, they did that to themselves on accident because literally they see one infographic on Facebook with fully like money behind it too, which they wouldn't realize, you know, when it says like promoted or sponsored yep. and they, yeah. And it's a fucking fact, of course. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I mean, my, I mean, my, I don't think my dad listens, hopefully not, but like my dad will tell me something and about like us and it's always like a story about something that happened in an elementary school or like mm -hmm. you know what I mean mm -hmm. and he'll tell me about it and I'm like where'd you see that by the way was that on your Facebook timeline and he's like yeah but I also saw it on the news and it's just like me saying like I read an article but it was a right. TikTok like we right. just do it in different ways <laughs> it's actually so scary because there are some like blatantly obvious like infactual pieces like articles that are made to look like something real but they're from like russian bots in russia mm -hmm. and like yeah i have family out there posting it and like as fact word of the lord praise be to god this is it this is real i mean yeah <sighs> the lord is back and he's you know spreading his good word on facebook through promoted ads yeah. via bots exactly and it's AI fucking crazy well, I think I'm going to just need to stay off Facebook, especially next year, because it'll be an election year. And yeah. we all know I love picking battles with older conservative mm -hmm. women on Facebook. So I think for my mental health, I'm just going to have to. OK, well, have you, considered, have you considered my mental health? Because it brings me a lot of joy when you do it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and it does bring it like in the moment, it like does make me so happy. But I'm like, they don't. It's I'm so lose lose. Like they're not. I'm not going to let them or they're not going to see any no. different, you know? And like, it is a space that you're going to get completely ganged up on. Oh my God. Yeah. There's actually like, like not one liberal on Facebook except for in our Facebook group. Like the 3000 yeah. some people that are in our Facebook group are the only liberals I know on Facebook. Yeah. I'm just assuming the political ideology of our listeners, but I mean, they're at least like somewhat closer line because I feel like we we talk about some things and I feel like if you disagreed you probably would stop listening but and if they're not I'm sure we could all have a respectful conversation exactly unlike the difference the older generations yeah that's the difference if it's like you're yeah you guys know what I mean it's not just delusion right <laughs> mm -hmm. exactly then it's okay if you can have a actually a conversation about it then then that's okay you know Mm-hmm. Well, I wasn't expecting to talk about Facebook in our intro and conservatives on Facebook. Should we talk about our weekends? Um, you should always expect Facebook to maybe come up. That's true. Yeah. Um, but can you start because I literally completely just blanked on that subject. That's um, been happening to me a lot too. But yeah, I can I can discuss my weekend. So mm -hmm. I was lucky enough to be able to attend a like work wedding. So, um, one of my coworkers who I'm close with got married on Friday. Um, and it was so exciting because most of my whole office went, um, and we're all like pretty big drinkers. So it was a really, really fun time. Um, me and my one coworker were basically just like running around the whole time giggling. It was, it was a lot of fun. Um, I did black out by mm -hmm. the end of the night and it was the first time I've done that in a really long time, but luckily we were like already back. And at that point that I really blacked out, it was just Kyle and I, so it was mm -hmm. fine. Um, and I was so hungover Saturday. I actually was like, this is my last day on earth. One of those hangovers. Um, 
was supposed to go to DC. Me off, actually. Yeah, it was, I like couldn't even look at my phone. Like I couldn't be. We we had to drive two hours too, so that didn't help because I get car sick so easily. I'm one of those yeah. bitches. Um, so I couldn't. I couldn't even look at my phone. And the worst part was, is, you know, when you close your eyes and you get the spins when you're hungover or drunk, I couldn't even close my eyes. So I'm sitting like a zombie in the passenger seat, just staring. Oh, um, God, so, you know, I've done there. No, it was horrible. Um, I was supposed to go to DC to hang with our friends, canceled on them. Um, by like eight or nine, I started to feel somewhat normal. Mm-hmm. Um, and our friends here were going out. So I did end up tagging along and it did end up being, a pretty fun night. It was one of those nights where uh, you say like, oh, like it'll be like a light drinking night. We'll come home by midnight, whatever. We ended up staying up till 4 a.m. We mm-hmm. invited randoms back to our house, like back to this house. How um, random? Like random to me or random to? Random to all of us. So basically we met these people at the bar. Okay. <laughs> She was, so random, invite, random. she was trying to invite us back to her house and I like didn't want to do that. But f- before I knew it, the words were coming out of my mouth, like, why don't you just come back to our house? It's right up the street. Mm-hmm. Um, so their names were Jonathan and Julie fucking icons. Mm-hmm. Um, we sat here, hung out with them, chatted. I wish I could remember what we talked about. But they were fucking angels. Um, oh, that's good. Are you going to keep in touch? They don't live here, which sucks. They were out of towners. You invited random out of towners back home? Yeah. Did you have, to... like, did you guys have sexual relations? No. Like, <laughs> not at oh all. Oh, my God. Okay. Kyle just yelled from upstairs and they're from Annapolis. Oh, okay. So they, but still, like, we didn't know, we didn't know them at all. Like, we met them singing karaoke wait did more people come back or just you? yeah yeah there was more there was more okay Um, so there was like one of our guy friends was interested in the girl um oh they weren't together jonathan and julie no no jonathan um is into men he was uh interested in one of our friends didn't really pan out though because our friend is straight so it didn't really they didn't really see eye to eye on that Oh, God, dying to know who. Yeah, um, but it was fun. We all just hung out, chatted. They were obsessed with Nyla. So anyone who's obsessed with my cat, I'm obsessed with. Mm-hmm. So it was great. I have Jonathan's number. I told him to let me know when he's in town again. We'll hang. Oh, I love it. I really yeah. do love it. Um, um, and then I'm almost done. Sorry. No, please, keep going. <laughs> no, you could go the whole Sun- episode. Sunday, I went to the Ravens game with Kyle and Ryan, uh, Ryan, my brother, and came home, and that that was that. I think that was it. Then that's all we did. So, and it was a know, packed go, weekend. Go birds! Yeah, do we call go. That? No, we, I say that for the Orioles. Oh right, sorry. Just, they are birds, so I get it. I yeah. see where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. But yeah, okay. I'm so happy for you. I think the people are kind of asking you know the question of the hour were you cold on friday night (laughs) no i was actually not cold at all in any way shape or form but i was also so heavily intoxicated that i don't i couldn't even tell you what the air felt like okay (laughs) okay great (laughs) so So. yeah it could have been hot it could have been cold it could have been raining i couldn't feel anything so it was snowing it was hailing (laughs) yeah a tornado i literally had to like look at my camera roll and my text to see what i did this weekend but well i know you went to universal 
Yeah, I did. Friday, I just went to dinner and then like out and got drinks and that was nice. And then Saturday, I went to Universal. Um, it was really fun. It was it's Universal Halloween Horror Nights, whatever. Very crowded. The haunted house lines were like, it would say like two hundred minutes, like two hundred mm-hmm. something minutes. Um, which you know, if you're not from here, that's over two hours. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. basically, we only got to do like three things, and I don't know. It was really fun to like just be with fun people, but like when you are standing in line for that long and it just goes so quickly, it's like kind of just draining you know I realize I can't I can't I'm not built for it maybe at this age because we waited an hour and 45 minutes for the mummy which if you're if you've been to Universal in Orlando or California like it it's a two-second ride and it's an old one like it shouldn't it's a good one don't get me wrong but like it shouldn't be that long of a wait and yeah, we did that, and then... Oh, we did two haunted houses, and then the Jurassic Park ride, which was only, like, a five-minute wait, obviously. Love it. But that's Brooke's favorite ride. She was so happy. Aw. Um, yeah, so it was... It was really fun. I haven't been to, like, the scary <laughs> Universal, which I was excited because... I don't know. When you walk through, there's, like, scare zones. So you're either walking through the park and you're in a scare zone or you're not. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize there was one, like, right when you walk in. So the second that we, like, actually got our tickets checked and entered the park, yeah, we were being chased with the chainsaw guys, you know? Mm-hmm. I've always wanted to do one of those. It was really fun. I felt like I really needed the adrenaline rush and, like, the laughing, you know? Yeah. Like, it, uh-huh. felt good. it felt good to have my stomach hurt a little bit. Yeah. Because... I, because I wasn't ready for it and they go for like who looks scared and there's so many of them that once I started screaming and running then like you just they, scream, they you run to another person yeah. like mm-hmm. and then there's yeah there's the chainsaw people and people like just chopping axes like right above your head yeah um, but it was fun yeah so on the way back like out that way I was like let me just look look um normal walk straight mm-hmm. but yeah and we were doing like the whole like linking arms thing I think I haven't done something haunted in a really long time. So I did much better this time because I'm used to, I don't know if we've ever talked about it, but we grew up going to this haunted hills thing through the woods where we were required to go with our soccer team as a bonding activity every year. Otherwise, I don't think I would, I would go with you guys, to be honest. I think I might have gone like with friends another time, but yeah, I don't like haunted things really. Mm-hmm. So that was really hard for me, but we would just like link up and then you basically walk through the woods and there's just all this scary shit, people chasing you, people coming out of the woods and you would like fall because it's the middle of the night in the woods. I like am one of those people where I'm like, yes, like I want to go, like I want to do those things. I love it. Um, But then when I get there, I'm such a baby about it. You yeah. Know? That's how I felt because we, I was high school, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, I loved it. I was, it was always so funny too. Cause like you said, you're like dying laughing. Cause it's so funny. It ends up always being fun. And yeah, yeah, even like, I was a little scared going in the first house because they have really scary people outside, like, mm-hmm. like with their fucking ax chopping yeah. at you as you go mm-hmm. in. So yeah, I was, I was a little nervy, but then it was fine because we were with 
very big strong men who are all just very gay feminine men but love love so they they protected us i am team like haunted trail or what we did like the haunted hills thing over a haunted house because i don't really like being in like the small Mm -hmm. spaces and in a lot of those houses they'll have the the rooms that are pitch black and you can't see anything and i don't fuck with the dark so i i prefer the haunted trail i think the last time i did something was a year or two ago um, with my dad and my stepmom, we went to one in like Gettysburg, which was really cool. And it was like mm-hmm. a mix of the outdoor and the indoor. And it, it is really fun. Like looking back, but obviously going in, I was freaking out. I was shoving my dad and my stepmom through the whole time. Cause we weren't going through quick enough for my liking. <laughs> we went through too quick. I think like, honestly, some of the time we like missed the timing of the, the scare kind of mm-hmm. like yeah. we left, we left the first one and I was like, Oh my God, that was so scary. And yeah. everyone was like, that was so disappointing. Like that was not scary at all. Brooke, like not a single thing scared her the whole night. And I was so shocked by that because what the hell she seems like someone who would be completely spooked, you know? Yeah. Yeah. She didn't give a flying about any of it. And I was like, scared shitless and burying my head, like in my mm-hmm. other friend's sweatshirt. But yeah, and then we, so we left and everyone was like, that was like so lame. I'm like, yeah, that was so lame. <laughs> oh my <laughs> no, I'm just, God. I'm just kidding. I was like, I was so scared. Yeah, no, uh, I, mm-mm. I've been getting scared because of that one girl. I saw that TikTok of that one girl who actually got stabbed in a haunted corn maze. Oh, I think I did see that as well. Was that real? I, I mean, anyone could make that TikTok and write those words. And I've been telling everyone it's a fact. It's just like the Facebook stuff. I mean, it's definitely like if you really think about it, it's definitely happened at some for point. Sure. Yeah, for sure. Fuck, cat. I didn't even think about that. I mean, luckily, like Halloween, the Halloween season's almost over, so I won't be going to any haunted trail this year. So hopefully by next year, I'll forget. But I don't know. It unlocked something in me because I didn't even consider that, of course, like horrible people would want to take those jobs. You'd hope they'd run like background. I think like at Universal, <laughs> yes. But I'm yeah, saying, but the one that we went to as high schoolers, local, local ass corn maze, yeah, yeah, or not corn maze. I'm sorry. Everyone, Whatever. I'm sure everyone's heard of the one where they make you sign like a mm-hmm. 90 page waiver. I'm just like those people. Their brains need to be studied. Like the guy who made it, we need to study his brain. And the people that sign up, like. It's insane. Isn't there like a long waiting list for that? Yeah, it's like years. It's like five years. That was kind of like, I mean, I feel like the Roman Empire term is overused, but that was like a Roman Empire for me, finding out about that. That kind of altered things for me. Oh, I mean, Reddit hole, YouTube hole. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. TikTok now. Mm Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. Well, something that's like super, super scary is that it is the Halloween season and I have been in a friend group for years that doesn't give a fuck about Halloween and I'm just Mm -hmm. so over it. Well, I'm not even there to bring your vibes down. Yeah, but Kat, if you were, you don't really care about Halloween. (laughs) I know. I'm saying like it almost would be better without me. Oh, 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 I see what you're saying. You're saying you're not there to bring my vibes down. Yeah, I guess that's true. I just like I get so passionate about wanting to like dress up and stuff. I feel like recent years I've been better. Like I, I've dressed up and haven't complained a single word. No, you did. Yeah. Last year was great. You did wonderful last year. Um, but for example, I'm going to Ocean City this weekend. Um, and I'm going to Secrets. If anyone's going, I'll be there. And <laughs> I realized I was like, oh, we're going out multiple nights. We definitely need multiple costumes. And I'm like, this is so exciting. Um, <laughs> get to plan something else. And then I texted 
our group chat and I just got met with no enthusiasm. That's really hard. It is really hard, but it's okay. I'll power through just like I do every year. It's all good. What are you being? Um, I'm going to be like a really hot, sexy Velma. You're kidding. No, I'm not kidding. Um, but I feel so sick. Cosby being shaggy? Yeah, Cosby being shaggy. Doug is being Fred. Freddy? Fred? Freddy? Oh, uh, we tried to do this last year. Yeah. Yeah. And Casey's being uh, Daphne. So it, it worked out with like the four of us being together at the beach this weekend, finally. Um. So I can't wait. I'm thrilled. Um, but last minute, I'll probably be pulling out my pickle for Thursday or Friday mm-hmm. night because, you know, all reliable. Literally all reliable. And I don't have it here. I'm so bummed about that. Oh, my God. I know. Could have thrown that in the moving truck for sure. Yeah. I am being... I don't even know if like what I'm doing. But if I do do something, I'm prepared for it. Mm-hmm. I am either... Well, if whatever night Brooke goes out, I don't know. If we go out together one night, hopefully we do. We're going to be JJ and Prentice, FBI agents from. Oh, that's perfect. And then, but it actually makes no sense because Brooke has her like FBI knitted sweater vest and I'm going to be in a full tactical vest. Uh, Yeah, it's a little different. (laughs) Yeah. Like it, it, like it's not cohesive at all. Like, well, look horrible. Mm -hmm. Makes no sense. And I'm not even blonde right now. And which doesn't make sense for my JJ costume or. For my other one that I just bought just to have because I saw it on TikTok is aquamarine. So I just got like a blue shirt and mermaid earrings and highlights. Something I've like come to know is that like it, it doesn't matter if other people don't get it. Like it's fine. Like as no, long as you yeah, know. I, I don't care. But it's all good. It's just hilarious because I completely forgot I'm brunette now when I got my Give costume. me a fucking break. Emily, look at me right now and tell me I'm a blonde. You are. You're crazy. I can't. I'm not even. I mean, yeah, sure. Maybe it's a little darker. Than I would usual. say it's like if I saw myself, I, I this is not in a joking way. I would be like, yeah. you're a brunette. All right. Uh, but luckily, I think personally, I think that there's more costumes out there for brunettes than there are blondes, respectfully. Or maybe I've just because I've only thought about brunette costumes, but. Yeah, I know. I just when I was ordering, I thought it was a blonde because I forgot. I do feel sick to my stomach. You texted me that mm-hmm. I, Kyle and I should have been Billy and Camilla from Daisy Jones. And I feel like I really dropped the ball on that one. I'm annoyed that I am not just like Daisy. Yeah. And like easy 70s stuff. Yeah. Like, but also like cool 70s stuff, not like yeah. costumey. It sounds so fun. I know. I and especially now. if we were all together. Oh my God. We could be the whole band. What a dream. Oh, my God. Yes, what I could be Daisy be. and you and Kyle could be Billy and Camilla. Mm-hmm. And I could home wreck your relationship. Yeah, that'd be a dream come true. That'd be perfect. I would love nothing more. And also, it's the weekend that 1989, Taylor's version is coming out. So mm-hmm. genius to be anything from the 1989 era. Ugh. I can't do that. I can't. Well, that's fine. I personally am not a fan of any of those outfits. They look great on everyone, but I don't have it in me to... Wait, like what? Specifically, <laughs> there's an outfit where she's... It's like sparkly two-top, sparkly shorts with like the mm-hmm. suspenders. I yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that. everyone who wears them slays. I just... It's just not for me, you know? Me neither, or my body. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what else. I have also... The outfit she wears when she opens up 
the show for 1989 with those uh, glasses, the thick rimmed like Wayfair glasses kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, and that uh, var- it looks like a varsity jacket and the sparkly skirt. It's crazy to me. <laughs> that's weird because i couldn't like bring those to mind like you did just now but when you Uh explain them i can visualize them perfectly well that's what i'm here for so that is what you're here for um Um, we had a friend see well since we're talking about taylor real real quick um okay our friend miana saw the taylor movie this past weekend and she is not a taylor stan like Knows a couple of her songs, obviously, but doesn't really care about her like we do or in general. And she will not stop texting me about Taylor now. Like she is fully converted. She had oh to call God. me after the movie because she had so much to say. We've I've had a lot of people message me and the podcast count, account saying the same thing. Like they watched it because we were talking about it mm-hmm. and now they're huge fans. Well, I'm just bringing source after source and reason after reason as to why if you're debating you should go she is so smart to get people to like that didn't even go to her concert to like her because then she made it like accessible to them too like it's holy moly she's unstoppable she is there's there's not even a word in our english language to describe it i just feel like she's about to like overthrow everything no, I, I, I genuinely feel like she's going to run this country one day. Like, like overthrow she, with a positive connotation. <laughs> yeah, no, obviously. If a woman's involved, that's positive. Well, I mean, we need to be overthrown at, anyways, this country. Yeah. Please. Oh, goodness. Well, um, I finished Love is Blind, finally. Hmm. I'm kind of over it, so okay. go ahead. No, I was just going to say uh, <laughs> the reunion was not crazy at all, like you said. Yeah. Um, they still painted Stacy to be a mean girl. And then she came out with that statement on Instagram. Did you see that? No. She like posted this three swipe text post about how the producers didn't show anything about how Johnny was bullying her and like shaming her. And she oh tagged all her castmates who agreed that Stacy should speak up and that saw it happen. I don't know. Just put it to bed. I'm sick of it. The funniest shit ever is like watching. <laughs> it is hilarious to watch the social, the new reality TV plus specifically love is blind because I always feel like they have to like explain so much after the fact mm-hmm. and watching them like scramble and posting the funniest stories and like doing the funniest interviews is always I don't know. It just seems like a, it seems like a skit. You know what I it's mean? It's never it's never ending. Either. It's so fun. I just saw on my I was laughing out loud because I saw. So there was a couple on Love is Blind that I guess it didn't air because they were having issues and the guy, I guess, broke the contract somehow. He's doing an exclusive interview. No one knows who the fuck you are. Like, don't like <laughs> like and I know people will watch it. I get that. But I was just laughing out loud at like the lore of. And I and I mean this in a funny way. Like I love, I just love how much I mean, trash we, is out there nowadays. Like yeah. including this podcast, including like <laughs> like Stacy from Love Is Blind, Netflix's reality TV show <laughs> where you fall in love behind a wall, posting an Instagram story. But like I just love it. I love it all. <laughs> Everything is just so saturated. Like there's just no shortage of literally anything. Yeah, like if you want to consume, like. You can consume. It is so much fun. <laughs> I mean, fun. Like, yeah, fun is one way to put it, I guess. It's awful, but like, it's also 
I was just listening to the episode of Ride where they just talked about Gossip Girl and that meant so much to me because yeah. like there's nothing that means more to me or nothing that I'm more entertained by than like just overanalyzing something to death that doesn't need to be overanalyzed and it's so funny like it's hilarious and they do it so flawlessly and they're talking about how back then like Blair would lay in bed with her phone but like waiting for a text but she couldn't like go on her phone while waiting and I was just like god damn yeah and they're like what was she doing they were like i guess just like rereading old text and i'm like yeah like what you know what i mean what would i do i can't even like the amount of like just thinking you had to do with your own brain Mm -hmm. before all of this shit i can't it's weird i can't even fathom i go on my phone to feel less anxious and like disconnect but then i also think it causes so much anxiety so i think i'd probably be better off without and i'd have way less neck problems but oh it's fun to like scroll you know is anyone else's hands like automatically like when you when your hands are like resting like form into like how you hold your phone <laughs> have you ever thought about that like I don't if know. your hands like i will sometimes like my hands like just constantly look like how i hold when i scroll it's so bad. I think that's just a hand, though. Like that, I think that's just the way that your hand is. I don't. Like I don't know about that. Hmm. Because my I don't left, know. my left doesn't do it as my right. Like if you just like let your hand go, mine like literally comes back together. I think like. that's just the natural sitting. Spot yeah. Back. All right. Whatever you want to say. I don't know. I if mean, that's the if case. it's not, then yes, I am experiencing it because if I just let my hand kind of rest, yeah, it does that. Yeah. Well, hmm. at least we're all in it together. Like, we'll all have arthritis and, like, carpal tunnel in, like, 10 years, so it's fine. doesn't matter. There really – there's no getting around it. There's no – there's nothing because – It's already watched, happening. Yeah, I've watched kids be raised because I have little siblings, like, in this era, which is really mm-hmm. interesting because they all have Apple Watches at school, in elementary school, because they – and they have, like, parent uh, – like, parental – restrictions on them where they can only talk to their parents and stuff but like my sister will call my mom or not my mom sorry her mom my stepmom Mm -hmm. at school like they can do that I can't even imagine if I were to like call my mom or dad when I was in school they'd be like like they'd be so mad you know what I mean (laughs) I would be terrified like I used to have my friends because I didn't have a cell phone until like towards the end of sixth grade I used to have Mm -hmm. my friends send a text to my mom and I was always so scared that she was gonna be so pissed that I was using a friend's phone yeah like wasn't even using like wasn't even on a phone but it's like the same though like we had our iPod touches and stuff it just gets something it's just something different you know yeah each generation no it definitely is I just think it's it's crazy that they're Apple watches I, are nuts though I literally just got one I'm 25 years old and I'm still in my first year of owning an Apple watch yeah yeah I mean, I get it. Like, at first I was like, that's wild. Y'all got them Apple Watches. But then I was like, I would definitely, like, life is scary. People are scary. If I had kids their age, of course I would want them to have an Apple Watch or something. Like, you know, mm-hmm. to be able to see where they are and stuff. Yeah, I'm, like, taping an air tag to their, like, feet, the bottom of their foot or something. When I yeah. have kids. The world is so scary right now. It is so spook. Um, but that's what we're here for, to give some reprieve to that for an hour. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's fine. Um, I don't really have much else to say, so I think we should get into it. I have nothing of of substance to add. I mean, never, but I have nothing of, I have no more like shit to say. So other than everyone else's shit that we're about to talk about. Okay. I'm going to read an advice if that's okay with you. Yes. I don't have one this week, so go ahead. Okay, cool. Take it away. Hi, ladies. I love the pod so much, and I've never needed more advice on something than right now. I felt like something was off like about two weeks ago, so I went through my boyfriend's phone. I've never done this before. We've been dating for almost four years. We lived together the last we lived together last year, and this year he decided he wanted to live alone. So we've had our ups and downs this past year because of that decision to not live together. I've always thought he was my person until two weeks ago. I felt weird because he wasn't doing the little things like saying I love you first, remembering date nights, etc. I went through his phone. I found evidence of plans to break up with me. He's waiting until I settle into my new job, which he explicitly texted to both his mom and his best friend. I started my new job two weeks ago, and I don't know at what point I'm technically settled in. He also explicitly said that he couldn't see himself being happy with me alone forever to his mom. My heart is already breaking, and it feels like My heart is already breaking, it feels like, but I keep hanging on because everything seems normal right now. He's being nice and sweet to me now since I confronted him. I confronted him two weeks ago indirectly about the text I found. I just simply said that I feel like things are off and that I need to talk to him to see if something's wrong. Well, at this point, he literally told me that he had doubts about our relationship about a month prior, but he was reassuring in the fact that he doesn't feel that way anymore. I'm just trying to believe in that right now, but I can't. So then he just started collecting his things from my house this past week, like randomly asking if he could have stuff back. And it was not in a subtle way either. I want to call him out on this behavior. I also just went through his phone again and found messages of him telling his friend that he feels like he's gaslighting me. I don't have a car and we didn't buy tickets to go home to my family for Christmas because he said we could drive. But now I think I need to just buy myself a ticket. He's an indecisive man. So I keep convincing myself to say stay because I keep thinking that this decision isn't set in stone. He is also the type of man that doesn't have the balls to actually do anything. I feel like I have to be the one to pull the trigger because he never will. I also don't know what I would do without him. He makes me so happy and I need honest, unbiased advice. Oh my God. I feel so horrible. Like my heart actually like hurts hearing that. Like I I know. So sad. that's, That's so awful. And you, she's got so much more. I've said this before, um, grace, because I'd be shoving those messages that I found on his son in his face. Like yeah, the fact that I she indirectly car wrapped with screenshots of them. L- literally. <laughs> I, that's such a good idea. Actually. <laughs> I, I just thought about that. Um, I don't even know where to start like with peace and love it just kept getting worse and worse and worse i know that i didn't i forgot how serious this one is also i'm sorry that i butchered it while reading it but you guys understood you did I, um she's literally put in all caps like please 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 answer this so she actually like genuinely wants her help so yeah i mean i think the only the hardest part about this is like, I think it is very clear that she needs to end things. Um, and like, obviously it sucks because it sounds like she thinks that there might be some hope. Um, but I think that she deserves someone who isn't so like wishy washy on how they feel about her. Yeah. I think it's just such a fucking bummer because she's not the one that wants to break up and then he's like forcing her to do it. And I just don't like when people do that, whether it's like, I feel like men and women do that a lot, but it's like just 
just own it. If that's what you're going to do, he needs to just do it. And it sucks that now she's in the position that she has to, but like she does deserve better and she shouldn't like he's, I think he's clearly still having those thoughts and it probably started when he moved out from living with you, which sucks. But like, yeah, when you really look at things, like, I don't know, it seems like he's not seeing a future and, and he should be able to see a future with you if he wants to be with you. And he just doesn't have the balls to end things. Yeah. Cause he's probably like nervous too, because I mean, you guys have been together so long and it's, but that's not an excuse. Like if you, if that's how you're feeling, you need to do it. It's only fair to the other person. And he should be communicating yeah. with you and not like texting everyone yeah. knows. And I understand that she doesn't want to bring up that she went through his phone because I feel like at this point, if she hasn't yet, she's not planning on revealing that. Um, mm -hmm. But there are plenty of other, you already said, reasons as to like, or things you can lay on the table about why it's, why he's being so weird, like why it's not working, you know? I do feel like this period of time kind of exists in a lot of breakups though, where like the doubts are kind of put on the table and then like people try to work through it. But yeah, usually when that feeling is like overwhelmingly there, like it's, it's not going to magically go away. Mm-hmm um especially if you moved out from each other like that kind of thing so I think you just need to be like hey like I think that you're not being as honest with me as as you could be and I just need you to tell me like if you are 100% in this or if you're like out because if you if you are then I I am too you know yeah yeah put it put it on him just like it that. is on him yeah I was gonna this like brought up a topic I also wanted to ask you about did you see that TikTok of that girl who was like cooking? I don't know. It, did, it doesn't matter that she was cooking, but she was making something like coffee or something. And she was telling the story about how her boyfriend is moving out to move in with her brother. And everyone was like stitching it and stuff and saying like, honey, like he's gone. Like he's going to break up with you. Like, do you think that once you live together, we might've talked about this before, but like once you live together and then you, if your partner wants to move out, like, what do you think about that? Is it over? I mean, obviously, it definitely depends on the reason. But I just feel like once you... Like, in the woman who's pouring a cup of coffee situation, like, right. just the reason of, like, I want to go live with your brother or I want to go live with a dude again. Like, that's so... I think that's so weird. That's what it was. And he said that he wanted to... Like, he never got to live with his brother. And the comments were like... He grew up living with his brother. <laughs> well, I might have seen that actually because I feel like I remember reading those comments. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like like at this point with Kyle and I, um, at the end of our lease, if he was like, oh, like, you know, my brother's post-grad, like, I really want to go live with him. Like, I'd be like, good fucking luck. See you later. Like, that's, yeah. I, I can't even imagine. I think that's so strange. But I do think there are situations where you have no choice. Like, sometimes you something you have to do. I, no, I agree. If it's like something you have to do, of course. But Job, I think if it's just because you want to, want to, there's probably something very off. Like, I guess, yeah, I don't know. Like, it may, say you move in with each other when you're young, like late teens, early 20s, and then you decide that you want to spend some time on your own. I feel like that is synonymous yeah. with breaking up, basically. Yeah, it's weird because I feel like I've also seen success success stories of people wanting space and then like moving out and still being able to make a relationship work. But I think it's always 
at least at the very least, without making blanket statements, it's always like something's off. Always something's it's wrong. A, it's a stepping stone into a certain direction. It's like the first step. It's it's a backward step. Yeah. 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 I feel horrible for this girl, and we are here for you. If you message me or Emily, we will talk to you. I feel yeah. that is just like. You look through your partner's phone sometimes for good, you know, sometimes for fun. Sometimes you think something's wrong, mm-hmm. but it's like, you never think you're going to see something like that. And that's just heartbreaking because it makes you feel like you don't like know them anymore. Yeah. Like it's betraying in a way. Like it really makes you overthink all of everything. Yeah. Um, I think you just need to be, and if he's not going to do it, then you will have to do it, which makes it even harder. Like you shouldn't have to, but I think you just need to have a really hard conversation and be like, I know for a fact that you are checked out somewhat mm-hmm. and you don't even need to talk about the text, but just be like, yeah. you have been checked out of this relationship for a while and you need to tell me like what you actually want and you need to be sure about it. Like, I, don't I know. mean, genuinely, it sounds like that might be his plan. Like clearly, like he doesn't have the guts to say anything. So he's dropping all of these hints and signs I guess trying to push her away obviously um but you can still easily have that conversation really like, this is still your doing like this is because of you this mm-hmm. is your decision but you don't have the fucking guts to do it so I'll have the balls and I'll do it yeah that's probably I would probably I mean again like we said I feel like so many people that write into this podcast have, just have so much more grace and patience than me or you have ever possessed um, no, seriously like everyone is so classy and I, it blows my mind like I, I love you guys so much <laughs> I know same but I would literally just be like you don't like just say it with your fucking chest if you yeah. want like, I know I'd be screaming that shit so if you want to make it go there like you could but um also you can post a lot of people have been doing this. You can post anonymously in our Facebook group. Like I know when a lot of people are going through a tough time, they'll do that. Um, and everyone is so goddamn supportive. Like people yeah. post about how they have bad days at work or they just went through an out of the blue breakup and the Facebook group's really supportive. So the Facebook group is cute. I always, yeah, the anonymous posts, I, when I read those comments, they're always so nice. And it's people like really taking the time to write yeah, a paragraph, a paragraph about like things that they went through similarly, mm-hmm. and it's very, very sweet actually. It's a safe oh. space, definitely. Yeah, I know. I didn't even know until our Facebook group that you could post anonym- anonymously in groups. So that's a really good, fun feature if you guys want to go use that, so you yeah. can talk to someone. Mm-hmm. Um. All right, so we are gonna change gears a little bit. That's probably for um, the best. So I've got a piggyback story on our IUD conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a little bloody. It's not like super gory, but just a uh, people don't like blood. <laughs> Here's a okay, trigger so if I completely pass, <laughs> it's not it's not that bad. I promise, but it is kind of crazy. So. Hey, ladies. Of course, I'm writing this story instead of real work. Me and my two college BFFs are obsessed with impossible to say, and it's the main source of our conversation some days. Kat's story of her new IUD made me want to write about my traumatizing IUD story. Apologies in advance for the poor grammar. I'm very open about the story because it was so scary, and I had no one to turn to or no resources to give me good answers. I hope there's more advocacy for women's health in the future. I, like Emily, got an IUD without much research back in college and had zero problems for the six years that I had it. I am eternally grateful. Grateful. Oh my God. I'm really struggling. You guys. Sorry. Okay. (laughs) 
<laughs> I am eternally grateful for all potential pregnancies it prevented. Flash forward, it's time to get a new IUD because no babies over here, please. I go and get a new IUD. I previously had a smaller version and this time opted for the longer lasting, slightly larger version. When I got it done on Monday, I had normal cramping, but nothing crazy. Of course, I screamed and had a nurse come hold my hand during insertion. That following Thursday morning, I have a flight to visit my friend in Tampa with a layover in Boston. I actually missed my connecting flight and got bumped to first class, which is another story, but a blessing in disguise. I love Boston, so I'm like, great. I have nine hours to kill. Let's walk around the city and whatnot. Yes, with all my carry-on luggage. I had been bleeding normal since the night before, which I presumed was just for my IUD. Here's the fun part. I start Niagara falling it in the airport, soaking through super plus tampons in my pants within an hour, but I'm in denial. So I ignore it and go explore Boston. Bad idea. The bleeding gets worse. I'm changing in public restrooms with all my luggage and I start panicking, wondering if I'm dying because I'm bleeding so much. I contacted at least five nurses that I knew who all told me I could be hemorrhaging and to go to the hospital. I'm in the middle of my nine hour layover in Boston. I consider going back home at this point, but I haven't seen my friend in a while and I do feel fine. Just all this blood and blood clots leaving me made me stressed, oh, frankly God. confused, leading me to overthink. I talked to my friend who I'm planning on visiting and she said she'll bring me to urgent care once I reach Tampa. So yes, I decide the best choice is to move forward with my trip and be in denial about potentially dying. Did I go to urgent care? No. However, the bleeding returns to quote unquote normal within 24 hours, which was still extremely heavy. The story isn't over. Uh, side backstory. My boyfriend lives an hour from me and is where my gyno is. I have a follow-up with my gyno the following Thursday, a week from the trip, just as a coincidence. And I tell my doctor about what happened. She looks at me and is like, that's weird. I see the string. You should be fine. But if you want to be sure, you can get an ultrasound next week. I luckily get one the next day. I go to the ultrasound and the nurse tells me the IUD isn't there. A doctor confirms and says, yep, you definitely don't have an IUD. Are you sure you even got one? I'm bawling at this point thinking I'm dying or worse. We found out that my IUD expelled itself in Boston after trying to do the right thing. I needed to take plan B multiple times in one week. And to answer all unanswered questions, I was put on the pill in fear that it would happen again. There's no clear answer why that happened. It's rare. I didn't even know that it could ever happen. I hope I did not traumatize too. I hope I didn't traumatize someone too much. It's a crazy cautionary story. If I could get an IUD, I would, again, in a heartbeat. Unfortunately, my body just doesn't like them. Hope you guys have a wonderful day. Thank you. You just ruined my day. But thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like don't like blood. So I actually got really nosh. Uh sorry. I almost didn't read the blood clot part because I thought that's what I was gonna <gasps> do for you. So oh my God. I don't oh my god, it makes me queasy. The queasy. main reason, the main reason I wanted to read this is because for her to just completely ignore me, like, well, I haven't seen my bestie in a while. <laughs> no, that is so true. That is real. Like, you are such a girl's girl. Yeah. I, the only thing I was thinking about is like sitting on the plane, like sitting on a plane like that. Oh yeah, my seat would be fucked. It'd be dyed red. Yeah, and it, and also just uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, holy shit! So she fully had a uh, IUD miscarriage. Basically, that's what I thought they were gonna be like. You're pregnant. That's what I was waiting to happen. This time around, I don't know if I told you this. Instead of like, because the first time I got it, they were like, you have to take a pregnancy test. This time they were like, do you want to take a, a pregnancy test? And I was like, no. I do like, not okay. remember being offered that at all. Did you take um, one? Yeah, I don't remember them making me take one or even asking me. They must have thought I wasn't sexually active. Hmm. Actually, I was right. in college and Kyle and I were long distance. So maybe I told them that. Something like that. Um, um, I actually went to 
the gynecologist recently and for everyone wondering, the Mirena is confirmed good for eight years. I literally had nurses in my DMs telling me that, but I just needed to hear it out of the mouth of my gynecologist to be on the safe side. So we're good to go for another three years. Okay. I have a friend here who's, she doesn't believe it. So she's going to, she wants to get a new one, maybe not the five years. So I'll have to tell her that you talked to her. Yeah. My doctor fully was like, love that you're enthusiastic about it and wanted to hear from a doctor. But yes, everything you're seeing is true. And I was like, great. Thank God. I can't believe she's voluntarily going through that pain again when she's okay. Well, I don't think it's like right now. She was just like telling me she's going to do that. What was I going to say? Oh my God. You know how I posted that TikTok about like my seeing my weight at the gynecologist for the first time in a long time. (laughs) And everyone in the comments was like, you don't have to look at your weight, like, and you can just turn. You can turn you the other way. You have to tell them, huh? Oh, never mind. Keep going. Go ahead. Did I already tell you this? No, 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 no. Keep going. Okay. So then I go back, and I'm like, great. I get. To, so when I got my IUD, I was like, okay, I'm gonna stand the other way on the scale, and I stand. So the other way on the scale, and she was like, do you not want to know? And I was like, no, thank you. And then she told me anyway. And then That's- she was like. She was like, oh, sorry, you said you didn't want to know. And I was like, yeah, like I I did. And I, I don't have a, I'm like, I have a pretty good relationship with my weight. But like I, mm-hmm. so, but I was like, imagine if I was someone who that would really fuck up my week, you know? Like, yeah, it like you straight up asked. I know. She was like, oh, sorry, like felt really bad. But I was like, God damn, I can't get a break. You guys just keep telling me how fucking... How much gain, weight I've gained? <laughs> well, what I what I was saying is when I went, I had to tell them the number on the scale. Oh my god! So like, I, sorry, I I had to speak it. It was horrible. Was it electronic? Yeah. Wow, I've never seen that at a doctor's office. It's always like the move move thingy. Yeah, and I just keep telling myself I was in my sneakers, my hoodie, my all my clothes. So oh it's not my real. god! Yeah, I'm subtracting like twenty. I was in my sweats um yeah sneaks a mm-hmm. hoodie oh is it my poppy it's like a heavy sweatsuit yeah you're fine i'm completely fine at the end Fuck of the day 20 subtract like 50 you're good yeah you're at good. the end of the day i'm invisible i was just like i can't believe that i made this video and like all oh, the whole comment section was like you don't have to you don't have to do that and like you don't have to even like you can say no if you want and i was like mm-hmm. i don't mind getting my weight like so you guys have it but i don't particularly want to know because like i don't like that it I don't like that I have any emotion towards it. Like, it's not even really like I do feel like I get upset about my body sometimes, but the number doesn't really have any indication of like why I'm upset. So then when I do see the number and it upsets me, I'm like, why, why do I care? Because I didn't even know that before. And like, right. I, like it, doesn't it doesn't make it mean anything. Like, so I only try to go off of which doesn't mean I'm always happy with my body, but it's like I only try to go off of how I feel or like how I feel when I look in the mirror, that kind of thing. Like the number. So that's why I avoid the number pur- purposefully because I don't think I should have any emotion tied to- like tied on a number, you know? Yeah. So then mm-hmm. I'm just like, of course. I was actually just like laughing because it was so ironic, you know? Well, you probably, that nurse will now remember that. So another girl who like, it will actually fuck up her week, her month, mm-hmm. whatever, like it won't happen now. So you just saved someone in the future. I know. I was honestly thinking about that. That's like when you forget 
when someone asks for mayonnaise at their table or something at table 27 and like you go mm-hmm. to bed and you're like oh i forgot to bring the mayonnaise to table 27 yeah like, when you're serving. like she's gonna think about that for a while i think mm-hmm. so it's fine and that's she should yeah i i think she should like at least dwell on it for a second because i was like damn girl really like mm-hmm. and that's a high number by the way <laughs> please <laughs> and by the way i think you the i think the second digit you said was wrong <laughs> oh my god um okay i actually have another story about oh also i will say my iud is perfect i feel great i feel normal so i know some a lot of people were saying like don't talk super positively about it because not everyone has that experience so i guess now we're giving exposure to both yeah we're, we see both sides because some people were saying, like, we shouldn't be giving advice because we said, like, get IUDs if you can. Oh, that's your totally valid. That's to- mm-hmm. that's so fucking valid. But we're also not doctors. So obviously Cons- people should be taking what we're saying. It's a grain of salt. <laughs> please, con- please consult <laughs> like, your gynecologist. Whole, yeah. Talk to someone who studied, went to school for it for yeah, fucking uh, 15 years. Obviously not for everyone. For me, yes. It is exactly what I need. And I think, like, you reading that story, I think I, I'm kind of like a guy now where periods are kind of like, I'm like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. I think because I haven't bled out of my vagina in so long, I'm like, ooh, do you guys do that? Like, <laughs> Oh, my God. You're like a straight male now. Wow. I know. I'm so sorry. interesting. I'm just coming clean about that. Yeah, it's, that's it's, fine. It's actually not anything to do with me being grossed out by periods. It's me actually being grossed out by blood in general i mean it's totally fine for women to be grossed out by periods that's fine yeah i mean we're allowed to be grossed out by us bleeding out of our holes yeah yeah um (laughs) or you can be proud of it whatever however you feel Mm -hmm. okay weirdly enough i didn't mean to do this but my other story is also about going through a phone oh so i thought you were about to tell another iud story and i'm like we should save it or never no, read no, it. no, no, no. We need to move on from that. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Hi, Emily and Kat. I've been listening to the pod since day one, and it is truly the best part of my week. I have an embarrassing little story to tell about something that happened between my boyfriend and I. We have been dating for about a year and a half and are very comfortable around each other. Not much embarrasses me around him at this point until this happened. He was in my college town visiting for my sorority's date party, and we both got completely wasted. As drunk people do, we had sex when we got back to my apartment and then laid in bed naked. And she put in parentheses, this matters. I'm not just giving TMI. (laughs) He fell asleep within literally 10 seconds. So naturally, I grabbed his phone while still naked and went to the bathroom to snoop. Don't worry, though, girls. I didn't find anything. I didn't lock the bathroom door for a number of reasons, which was a mistake. I sat on the toilet to get comfortable while I looked through his phone. I'd like to say I sat there for about 15 minutes, which was so dramatic because I literally found nothing suspicious that would warrant me sitting there that long. As I'm wrapping up my snooping, I hear him running around in my room towards the bathroom and it opens. He opens the bathroom door as I'm sitting on the toilet, completely naked, going through his phone. In my absolutely trash state, I thankfully managed to throw his phone down and just act like I was embarrassed he caught me on the toilet. He yelled, move, I'm going to puke. So I grabbed his phone and scampered away. However, he keeps bringing it up to me and making fun of how he caught me taking a shit naked. This is not what was happening, but I'd rather him think that than know I was going through his phone. When he has brought it up i just laugh and say how embarrassing that was but he doesn't know the half of it so yeah always lock the door if you're going to be looking through someone's phone because they might see you sitting on the toilet naked and make fun of you for taking a shit naked that's all peace and love always 
Oh my god. I'm that is wow. Best case scenario for sniffing through your man's fan. Yeah, I'm obsessed because men are so silly. Like he's like, oh my god, you were taking a shit naked. Like <laughs> I think it's the craziest thing ever. What what side are what side are you on? Because I'm team taking a shit naked rather than them finding out I was snooping. Of course. Oh, okay. I I thought that was gonna be universal. I was just double checking. Yeah. No, I mean you can ride with that all you want. I will just laugh along with you. I was like, you're so fucking right. Wow. Unless like there was something I wanted to bring up, but since she found nothing, there's no point in like because then you it's like a tick against you. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. there's literally no reason. Yeah. Because like if there was something I wanted to bring up, then I'd want them to catch me. So I can be like, yeah. And by the way, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that is the risk. That's a risk you run when you go through your man's phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can. It is hard. Yeah. It's, it's a balance to snoop. And I also love that she used the word scampered because maybe I just feel like that might not be used enough these days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bring it back. Scampered is good. I've definitely talked about it on here when I've tried to go through Kyle's um, phone before and he has a photo vault that takes photos of you when you put the password <laughs> yes. in incorrectly. Yeah. <laughs> and I was wasted one night in college and I had just listened to the Call Her Daddy episode where she, Alex and Sophia are like, every single man out there has news of his exes. And I was like, not my man. So naturally that weekend, we all got wasted. And I grabbed Kyle's phone while he's passed out drunk and tried Mm -hmm. to get into his photo vault and couldn't do it. And there was probably six or seven screenshots of me drunk, like double chin phone in my face. (laughs) Yeah. Pretty mortifying. He didn't really care at all, but it was funny. I think you told that story on one of the first episodes, but I think there's there's people now that are not from like haven't listened chronologically, and there's no reason yeah. to. Yeah, so, don't. Yeah, don't. Actually, I would love to delete all the old episodes, but I feel like there is like some there like it does make a little bit of sense to listen back, but they're so low quality that I just want them all gone. Oh my god, I know the ones where the audio is like god awful. It gives me like it's like a bone chilling feeling. <laughs> Yeah, you mean like the first like 50? (laughs) (laughs) Every episode until we actually got long, did long distance. (laughs) And still, and even that is still not great. (laughs) Uh, Well, yeah, Um, more of the story is watch those photo vaults because they will fuck you up. And also it was one of those where you had to draw a pattern, which is even crazier. That is wild. I, I'm kind of like, I snoop kind of with my chest. Like if I find something... I'm just like, hey, I was going through your phone and this. I think that I guess that's only if you have something. I think at at this day and age, men don't have a great reputation. So like if your girl is going through your phone, like, I'm sorry. That's just like the people you walk with. That's just who you are. Like, sorry, we just want to double check, you know? Yeah. Uh, to be honest, I only go through. That's not true. Mm, should I say this? I don't know. I was with a man the other day and I, he went to the bathroom, left his phone with me and I didn't like go through it. Obviously. I don't, I don't know. like that. Like we don't need yeah. to do all that. But like I did um, take a peek just like at the home screen to see like what notifications were there. That's fine. Cause I was like, Hmm. You know, I just wanted to see like if yeah. dating apps were popping up. Cause yeah. he's like a, it's actually nuts. If you have your notifications, like where your texts show, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I can't imagine. I was like that until I got a 
job post-grad and I was like giving my phone Mm -hmm. to coworkers and stuff. And I would be talking about the dumbest shit with like you and our friends. And I could not have my boss reading that. Yeah. I had to fix that real quick. Yeah. But, um, what I was going to say before I just told that story that outed me, but (laughs) I, I only really do that when I like, when I feel a gut feeling or I, I don't trust someone. So like I've only gone through a phone when I need to and I have found something. Like when I feel that I find something. There is nothing more. I can't, I seriously can't say enough. I cannot get the words out of my mouth enough times in my lifetime. A woman's intuition is insane. I'm telling you guys, like when something went wrong in my last relationship, I literally was sick. Like I was physically ill. Mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. like, I. It, it's crazy that... I, I just, you don't even think you're that in touch with your body until something like that happens. Like your yep. mind and your body are actually working together. You forget. Yep. Truly women were all witches and goddesses at one point, And we could just like see into the future and just mm-hmm. sense everything. And we still, we still have some of that. That's how I feel. I totally agree. I think that we just know things before they happen. And like, I can sense when I don't know. I can sense things with you too and like with friends and just mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's so easy to get like from a fuck from a fucking text. It's so easy to get a vibe. Yeah. God. Mm. We're so powerful. It's crazy. It's weird mm. because like if men were like that too, the world would just be such a different place. We'd have no problems. This podcast wouldn't exist. Well, that would be sad. That would be sad. Well, I guess so. I have a quick, uh, it's not necessarily a story, but more of like a comment um, mm-hmm. that someone sent to us. Um, and it has to do with seeing the future and being psychic. So, Perfect. Um, hi, love you both and the pod to death. Of course, this is a quick story that I thought you'd enjoy. So in my family, it's just me and my younger sibling who is in the process of transitioning. Previously, my brother, now my sister. They finally told my mom this week and my mom took it very well. So then my mom has this crazy flashback of how when she was young, she went to a psychic and the psychic told her she was going to have two daughters. All these years she thought oh, the psychic all these years she thought the psychic was wrong, but turns out she does have two daughters after all, due to my brother transitioning to a woman. That's literally it. But when I found out, I was like, OMG, I have to tell Kat and Emily. Always wanted a sister, so loving it, by the way. Peace and love. Oh my god, I'm covered in goosebumps. Isn't I- that crazy? <laughs> oh my god. FBC full body chills. Yeah. Seriously. That is crazy. And I'm so happy for them and their little family. Also, a lot of psychics are women. Something else to think about. I mean, I wouldn't go to a male psychic. <laughs> it's like gynecologists. <laughs> no, it really is. Like, why are you a male gynecologist? Why are you a male psychic? Like, that's that's for women. It's <laughs> uh, so true. Oh, Emily, you want to know something crazy here? There's this place called um, the Magic Castle. I could be wrong. Magic Kingdom. No, uh-huh. that's Disney. That's in, that's in Florida. Maybe yep. the Magic mm-hmm. Castle. Yeah. Um, and it's like this. It looks goofy looking. Everyone in, will know what I'm talking about, but I just found out about this. It's like very goofy looking. Like it looks like a, it's right by Universal Studios and stuff. It looks like a, um, an attraction of some kind. Okay. But it's this like very exclusive magic show that is like invite only or like only like the highest class people can go. And it's very secretive and there's like a very strict dress code and you oh have to like, God. you have to know someone who like is connected somehow yeah. and I just have to go. 
You yeah, you gotta figure out you have to figure out a way to go and get a plus one when I'm in California. No, I know. I thought about you. Um my friend just went because she had like a work some like her boss or something. Oh my God, that sounds on. so cool. I'm gonna definitely do a deep dive on that. Yeah, it sounds really, really cool. I really want to go. Uh, I, and I, I like I'm not even love a that huge shit. magic person. Yeah. It's like I just want to go so badly now that I know that I can't. Right. Respectfully, I am like into that. I think that magic shit's so cool, but it's probably like some legit stuff. No, I no, my friend that went said it was insane. I'm not really, like I'm not against magic. I I think like a good magic show is very high quality entertainment. I'm so just not you... someone that's like looking for it. I don't know. When our friend's mom had her 50th, you weren't there for the mentalist, were you? No, were you I there? wasn't. No, oh, I wasn't. So one of our best friends from high school, her mom hired a mentalist. And for anyone who doesn't know, it's like kind of like a magician. It basically is a magician, but it's like a less goofy name, I guess. Um, oh, my God. That place looks literally like Disney World. You're right. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Um, but he was just able to guess, like he would tell you to think of another number between one and 100 and he would get it right every single fucking time. He would tell us to draw something on a piece of paper and he would end up drawing or like naming whatever you were drawing on another paper. Like I'm trying to, it was so long ago. So I'm trying to remember specifics, but it was genuinely the coolest thing I have ever witnessed. So you were thinking of a number between one and a hundred and he got it right. Yes. And he did it to like literally everyone. It's crazy. I don't get that. Yeah, exactly. My mind is fucking blown. Yeah, it's wild. And you guys talked about that night so much, but no one ever thought to tell me that. Like, I've had so much FOMO, but you guys were just talking about how you were drunk and like flirting with him. I never even heard about the magic. I mean, yeah, we were, we were drunk and flirting with him, but he was actually so sick at everything that he was doing. He was so cool. Was he hot or was his um, magic making him hot? His magic was making him hot. Do like think- there's no he went there's no doubt he went from like a a solid like six to like definitely a nine this is so weird because i went to a wine night with girls last night and the one girl was talking about how like her type is magicians which i thought was wild like she's like very into magicians and like that makes the guy so much hotter and i was like i i was like you can have them girl like they're all yours like yeah i don't know i'm not really it doesn't do anything for me i feel like there are a shortage of good magicians in the world though yeah, it's like you can't be a bad magician. We've definitely that was a perfect in every way that we used to do. I think that yeah. they're like a, a hardcore serious musician or magician. <laughs> <laughs> musician, no. Um, well, the weird thing is, is like someone doing magic for you is kind of giving me like guitar vibes. Yeah, but, but if cooler. you're if you're hired to come to my mom's bestie, my bestie mom's fiftieth, it's fine with me. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but if you're putting on a private show for me, no. No, thank you. Yeah, like in that setting, if you're in the audience, it could be hot. I could see that. And his crowd work with the adults, like he got, he had the jokes. He was a young too, he was our age or a year or two older. And it was, he had charisma for sure. There's something about me. I, you know, if you're charismatic, I'm in love. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people feel that way. That's probably true. (laughs) It's not a crazy thing to say. I don't know, though. It's hard to find someone who's charismatic these days. It's like, just be funny and cool and, like, charming. Literally, it's not that hard. Just try. Put some effort in. Yeah. And, like, you, everyone keeps asking me dating advice. Even if you have to fake it. But, like, if you are just, like, immediately, like, just, like, confident and bubbly, 
like men will just fall in love with you. The like don't fake it. Like don't be someone you're not. But if you can just find a way to be the best version of yourself on the first date in like a funny, like mm-hmm. in a confident way, mm-hmm. like men are just they'll they'll literally when I, they'll propose they'll fall fall to their knees fall to mm-hmm. their knee <laughs> and propose <laughs> um the thing that they say about like if you just like think to yourself like i look so good i'm mm-hmm. so it, that shit works like genuinely it is so true obviously it's there can be mental blockers there easier said than done but it works yeah i mean i talk about this a lot but like i I don't looks doesn't do it for me. Like I don't walk out of my house feeling like I am the hottest bitch in the world. But like I do when I'm going to a first date, I do walk out being like I am the coolest bitch in the world. Like mm-hmm. if they don't fall, like that would be weird as fuck if they didn't fall in love with me. So yeah, like it's not even like a oh my god, I look so hot. Like how they, could they resist me? It's just like how could they not want to spend the rest of their life with me? Yeah, you know? mm-hmm. and that, that I love works it for me. That's I love my it. Advice I think that's a good now. that's a good piece of advice. All right, y'all. This mm. has been another fantastic week. Thank you for being here every week and tell your friends about it. We're still mm-hmm. underground. <laughs> yeah, we are still <laughs> a niche podcast. <laughs> but we love it and we love y'all. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Thanks for hanging. So glad we could spend time with you. Yes. Bye, guys. All right. Bye, guys. Love you.